Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit information. It was actually on a Sunday morning show that right now the CDC put out a warning that our 18 to 24 year olds have a suicide rate double than it's ever been. And so that means 11% or 11 of our children that are, you know, college-age kids that are in the prime of their lives are actually seriously thinking about suicide. And the other group was unpaid caregivers, which are, you know, maybe our parents or grandparents that are taking care of a sick person, maybe with Alzheimer's, and they're just feeling overwhelmed. And so that's the reason why I really, really appreciate, Vanessa, that you agreed to have me present some of these. And I want to talk about hope, truly, and about some ways that, you know, I have found as a clinical social worker of 30 years that can help or how, how even to talk to a friend or a parent about these things. And one of the most important things I want to share, and right now I really wish everybody would take out their phones and put this number into it. It's a 1-800 number, and it's 1-800-273-8255. It's a hotline. And even if it's not you that's going to need this, it might be a friend in need that you could just hit that button on your phone and hand them your phone. Go, here, I don't know what to say, but here's somebody that would like to talk to you right now that could help. So you could help somebody in this moment, mm -hmm. maybe their lowest moment. And, you know, I think we've all been there. Yes. yes. Some in our life, you know, and I think this is about options. It's, it's just we have some moments when we think or we're freaking out or, you know, or if you think back maybe to your college years or, you know, mm -hmm. high, end of high school, these kids right now, they were so excited maybe to go to prom or to go to walk for graduation, mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. That's or going point. off to college, you know, mm -hmm. and having that college experience, yeah, yeah. and now they're all in dorms sitting in a camera like this. It's not what they expected. <laughs> Believe me, for some of them, it's actually exciting because <laughs> there's a lot of nerds out there. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah. And, you know, for some of the isolated one, it's actually a new way to feel better about themselves because they have been by themselves in a camera and obviously, yeah, everybody else doing what I'm doing. So it's not all bad. It's not all negative, I think. The fact that you interact more inside the bubble, for some of them, it's better. It's improved their life. So I think... You have a great points about, you know, um, the societal rates being much higher than it used to be because at that age, that should never happen. Like you say, years, years ago, that would have never been the case, ever. People, uh, I mean, even the, the, the most alone person will at least find a way to have one friend or one counselor. So I don't yeah, think, that's... you know, and now these days things have changed so much with technology and just the education itself, like how, you know, young people like behave, they have too much, they're entitled, all this stuff. So I think 
they're not um, as courteous, as kind with each other. And there's uh, a lot of bullying. And I think that, uh, I think it was way more solidaire before, more groups, more friendship to be made. And so it wasn't a problem, you know, I never knew that, you know, and it is really, really sad to hear that, that it's even happening. And that should never be happening. So I'm glad that new job is to do that, is to like, you know, send that message out to help other people, because it's a wonderful thing. And I think the more you can help, and if you want to reach those caregivers, because they're the one who can do something, you know, and they do need help, and they do need to get paid. And it's not fair that we not get paid enough, you know? So tell me more about this. Like, why are they not getting enough money? Well, and, you know, there can be a lot of different reasons, you know, that people are feeling the way they are. I think some of the isolation, um, you know, creates thinking. And it's really about our thoughts, you know, that we think maybe badly about ourselves or our situation or it's never going to end or I'll, you know, it. it's kind of like catastrophic thinking sometime, like uh, – you know, it'll be ruined if I can't have that year that I thought I did. I think sometimes all of us can get into that. Mm-hmm. But negative self-talk, and that's something we can listen for for our friends and family. If they start to really talk negative or you hear some extremes or generalizations like, it'll never be the same or I can't do it perfectly or, you know, something that, you can kind of you kind of go wait a minute this person is sounding like they're really stressed mm-hmm. and maybe at this point i can ask them or say i'm observing that you look like you're really stressed mm-hmm. yeah. is that true for ask some questions but don't ask something like what's wrong with you or or um, you're acting weird but ask something that elicits something from them. Don't even ask if I can help because they're going to go, I don't even know. I'm so confused. Yeah, but they don't even know what to say or what to do. Open how to it respond. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what, uh, returning to the caregiver, uh, what do you think they're not getting enough money for the job that they're doing? You think they're not being recognized enough? Um, like people don't think that their job is essential? Is that what it is? Well, in in the caregivers, you mean the caregiving people that care that, for the mentally ill and disabled, and you know people in isolation and suicidal, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it it may not be perceived as important, or you know, they don't feel like mm-hmm. they are important enough, and you know it. And, and then there again, they have the feeling or the thought that they're not important because they don't get paid. But most of the people that I'm wondering that they're talking about with the unpaid mm-hmm. caregivers are, are like your grandma or grandpa, you know, that he's sick in bed and she has to take care of her. And it's the drudgery. It's the same thing over and over every day and nothing changes. And now I can't even get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I get it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, so 
you saying that uh, kids getting tired of a routine uh so they don't just like their job anymore so is that it so again you're asking about the unpaid caregivers yeah no i'm now we change the subject a little bit uh, i'm thinking you're saying the the sample you just gave me it's somebody who's tired of a routine uh it's just like so they're not really liking their job necessarily is that it well yeah so they don't I mean, embrace I what they're doing anymore instead of somebody yeah, who does it for the right reason or maybe they forgot why they did it in the first place so you know it's funny because when you're not in that system you're not in that group of caregiver jobs anymore you kind of forget what it's like to be in it. I used to be in it. I haven't worked in caregiving world very long. Myself, maybe a year or two, I worked in a home care, and then I did a, maybe six months in retirement home, but mainly I work with children, and I was a massage therapist for 17, 18 years, and then I got tons of other jobs along the way. But I know what it's like when you um, work for elderly. It's really hard because they understaff, they don't get paid enough. Sometimes they're not qualified enough. They don't get the training. Uh, and they, they're not rewarded enough. So now, I think today, with everything that you're saying, with younger you know, people dying or disabled yeah. or handicapped, they should be recognized as like they should get a medal of honor for all the work that they're doing. And they should get paid more than anybody else, I think. You know? And I think yeah, they should I, be more recognized. Like yeah. teachers. Huh? <laughs> Just like a teacher. Yeah, like teachers. They're very important. They're some like parents or mothers or fathers. It's such an important job that, you know, most important job you could probably ever do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, some people don't see value in it. And But I think it I, – I was thinking it was just the more of – like I've been, um, I've been a counselor, like I said, but I've mm-hmm. also been uh, worked in hospitals mm-hmm. as well as a social worker, mm-hmm. as well as in um, nursing homes, mm-hmm. and it a lot of times people just get exhausted, you know, and have mm. to their loved one go to a nursing home because they're just so tired they cannot keep up that level of work and Mm -hmm. I think that plays with your head too it's just like you don't get good sleep then you're not thinking right Mm -hmm. and I think there can be a lot of that involved right now too I think people are just plain overwhelmed and don't know what to do yeah a lot of people do get overwhelmed so here's one tip and I Let's yeah. give as much tip as I can. Right now, for all the unemployed, there's the Yopper app, app. And that app actually costs hundreds, usually when you pay, but it's free for everybody's unemployed. Um, and I love it. It has to, You can meditate with people live. You can have set up meditation for yourself, all types. So it's not just meditation. There's like about self-worth. It's about concentration about focus about getting your work done so it's basically like a mini like a little trainer and it gives you a guide to and there's five three five ten twenty minutes so you can set it up how you want it and it reminds you every day like when you feel overwhelmed like okay click that or click that like what is my mood today do i feel like going to the rainforest or do i feel like going to the beach or do i feel like i'm so stressed i just want to sleep please uh, and the voice of that app is great. It's like I've I've heard so many meditation on you know YouTube and stuff before, 
And some of them can be pretty boring and pretty the same old thing, you know. But that is different. That voice is, uh, it's, it's like having a psychologist or a counselor. The voice is studied in a way and processed with the sound in a way where it's extremely relaxing. That's why it's not usually free. Because the free stuff are usually not the best. So, but right now you can get it free. So it's a, I, I would encourage people to get it. And also to uh, can seek help. Can you spell help. that? Uh, I will can put it on the. I will put it on the, on the Shadow podcast notes. so you can get it. Good, that's okay. wonderful. <laughs> that's my that's son. <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody knows about him. So you want people to reach out somehow because also during COVID nineteen, people have been overwhelmed and overstressed. What's happening? And I've seen people who have lost some of their family member during yes. that Me. tragedy. You know? Yes, absolutely. Young people. I know, and a lot. And it's it's like we're almost in a country of grief right now because with some of the same stages that they're going through, the shock and denial I think we just went through. And we're kind of coming into that anger stage, you know? Mm hmm of, of, oh my gosh, you know, this stuff is wrong. I don't have a job and I, I can't pay my rent and they're not giving us any money right now. They should be. They're not passing these things. You know, there's just a lot of kind of outrage too and social unrest. And there's so many things coming at us mm -hmm. that, yeah, it's like we've lost things more or less god forbid we lost a family member you know mm -hmm. there is so much that um i can't feel even not you know i can't even know what it's like because everybody's experiencing this crisis differently and i think yeah. some people uh, have struggled way more and some people like you say lost somebody so it's huge this is not like a fun time you know for them and, and some people worker and nurses have died you know and that's it's it's awful you know, to think that, like, and some people have died from just stressing. They thought that yeah. it was going to get worse and more people were going to die, so they didn't have anybody to talk to. They overstressed, they were doing too much medication, too much drugs, and they died over that when a month later they realized it wasn't that bad, not, you know, a lot of people have survived, and we could have prevented all these deaths. And it's, it's terrible to think that just because someone didn't have a friend, a therapist, or somebody to talk to, like you're saying, like call somebody, somebody they could reach with no money, and somebody would care for them. Just a little voice, somebody can listen to your problem, somebody can listen to you. And that's, that's a huge thing for people who are thinking about ending lives, which should never be in their thoughts, uh, is that there should always be somebody here for you. I yeah, or you. always to think there is, even calling that 1-800-273-8255, there is always somebody there. There's always options, mm -hmm. you know, that sometimes they forget they have choices or that there's a way out, you know, yeah. and there is. If they can just open up and calm down, sometimes a simple thing is breathing mm -hmm. nice and deeply and slowly. Our breath is our most natural way to calm down, you know, so just breathing and slow down mm -hmm. and say it's going to reassure going to be okay. It's a really, really simple, simple way 
you know, to to calm yourself. So, you so kind of like book? going back to the some things. You so you wrote a mm -hmm. book. Uh, is that your book behind? And I see. Uh, I have a podcast. Oh, that's your podcast. Oh, okay. So what do you teach yeah, in your my podcast? podcast is it my, yeah, and it's called Anxiety Simplified, and it teaches techniques to calm and to be able to think through things, reassure. It just gives techniques and ways. For my 30 years as a therapist, I wanted to share these things, again, all free resources, on ways to look at what is a panic attack. Mm -hmm. Some people don't realize what those are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's really some ways to um, come up with some simplified ways to help. Uh -huh. and, uh, One of the funny. simplest ways I have found. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I was just going to say some people who've experienced the very first panic attack uh, that I know of have not, they didn't know it was a panic attack like you were describing. They right. don't know what it looks like. So they like, it's only years later when they get off a depression cycle, they realize, what was that a, a panic attack? So describe to me what what panic attack could be okay love to yeah because and i'll tell you i do evaluations for people who want to have an emotional support animal and in that evaluation it has to be a psychological evaluation that i you know look at what's going on in their life and i'll tell you most people if i ask do you have panic attacks they say no but when i ask Do you ever have an episode of anxiety that kind of just washes over you so fast you don't know what happens and you have symptoms like your heart is racing, you get hot or sweaty or clammy palms or short of breath and you feel enclosed or maybe lightheaded or dizzy. They go, oh, yeah, I have that sometimes. <laughs> and so those are just a few. There's absolutely 13 symptoms Oof. and so you could only four of them to be what we would clinically consider a panic attack mm -hmm. but yeah a lot of people are going through and they don't even know what's going why all of a sudden they go you know they're they're panting and they don't even know you know there's other symptoms i experience like who i did not experience in the past if you like overstress It's a pain in my ear. I never got that until last two years. I'm like, what the, what is that? Why am I getting pain in my ear? So it could be like from an old infection or I have toothaches and stuff. And now whenever I do get stressed, I will get immediate like semi-headache, tension, pain in my ear. I'm like, oh my. So some other people don't have like, you're saying the sweating thing right away. Uh, uh, could be the shaking. Yeah. Uh, addicted. Yeah, yeah, it's like a hot wave. Mm -hmm. Or it can be cold, too. Some people get hot and cold. Mm. But, it, yeah, it's like this body shutdown, really, kind of a sensation like your body's ready to fight or run or they it freezes up. And it's very similar to what happens, you know, with, like if something happens in your, and you don't know what to do and your body gets ready and it pulls all the blood around your heart. So sometimes people even have tingling or numbness in their mm. hands because again, the, the body's taking care of you. The blood kind of drains out of your 
your head and goes to your heart or you're you know, ready to run. So, yeah, it can have all those symptoms, and it's, it's, it's actually helping you. You know, to get ready. And that's what anxiety is really meant to do, is help you get ready. And if you can just tell yourself, like reassure yourself, you're going to be okay. If you're having a, you're afraid because you're going to go speak in front of a crowd or fly on a plane. That's what I hear a lot, is (laughs) flying on a plane. People are like, (laughs) you know. And I tell them, reassure yourself, you're going to be all right. It's safer than driving. But really try to reassure yourself and breathe. That's one of your main Mm things. Start by using good words, good terminology. Uh, Non-aggressive words, positive words with no and and but. Those those are things that I learned recently for uh, so many other social workers and uh, psychologist and stuff so uh other things you can do is like you said breathe uh find like music that can relax you uh talk to a friend somebody is very supportive address an issue uh and just don't um you know just don't start making something big out something really small a lot of times you start worrying about a big making a big scenario in your head and how it could be um how things could go awfully. A lot of time people do that and it doesn't go that way. And then months later you realize all of this worry for nothing. None of these things that I, you know, see in my head, like imagine happen. So a lot of time we worry for nothing. We make up things and we get to stop. So once you realize that and you, you are in charge of your thoughts process, you do not need to worry. You do not know what's going to happen. You cannot predict the future. Then it's much easier. But this takes a long, you know, there's way more to that to be learned. If you want to, you know, help yourself, you got to either pick a life coach, a therapist, a psychologist. I mean, that's just so many ways. Listen to a podcast, do some meditation. You know, it's just yoga. Yoga is great for breathing, breathing techniques. Um, you know, I learn from the best. Uh, I still learn every day. There's people like, <laughs> there's just so many ways and techniques, you know, ways to improve yeah. yourself every day and go through your triggers and traumas and, and all this stuff. So, And, you know, these are skills. Yeah. And I think sometimes people get that these are learned. You know, we don't come with this automatic knowing. <laughs> yeah. We learn. We you, the skills to understand what works for you and you just named off a lot of them you know like uh, what what and, and the other things uh when people always say that works best that can help people is facing their fear it's easy to say nobody wants to face their fear but when we do that we cut a lot of barriers uh like Everything that is wrong in your life is usually because you're not facing those fears. So when you start doing that, you see life will just get so much better. And uh, yeah. just be able to feel Absolutely. much better. So, hmm. And, you know, one of the things, like I was saying, I certify people to have an emotional support animal. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the ways I have found helps people face their fears better than any way ever and I found out about it and I have my little guy right here with me right now (laughs) 
that, you know, I found out about this flying on a plane because I have anxiety to fly. Ooh. And the, the flight attendant told me about a program that you can get a letter, you know, from a therapist that does recommend you to have an animal to fly with you. Mm. And so, you know, like, so the last seven years, that's become my specialty. And I've never seen anything as having an emotional support animal to grab when you're afraid and hug. And, you know, for suicide is the same thing. I cannot tell you how many clients have told me they had been thinking about suicide, didn't know what to do, and they look their little doggy in the eyes and they couldn't do it. They could not do it, you know. So an animal in your life or just petting an animal has been shown as one of the ways to calm and that animals give meaning and and benefit to your life. So you Mm -hmm. can actually, you know, help by even maybe bringing your animal over to Mm -hmm. your grandparent's house. Let them just kind of feel the <laughs> Picked calm. Picked up on the stress vibe, yeah. It's funny, but it's true. A lot of people do find, um, like, a, a, how do you call this, uh, consolation. Like, they feel better when they have an animal. And you can get pretty close to your animal. So if you don't have that best friend or that life partner, or you just yeah. can't seem to be just connected to other human being, a lot of people find that it's better to just get animals. And it doesn't have to be just one. I see people love to have so many animals. I remember a woman from my past, she had like 10 parakeets and like four cats, four dogs and rats, like (laughs) everything. And that was like a way to like feel better, you know? They're like children. You know, in a lot of ways, and they keep you busy, and they make your mind, you know, go to caretaking, mm-hmm. giving to another person, and it really does help us a lot of times to get us out of our own head. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to think about something else, and they do give us back a lot of love too. Wow! So everybody, uh, go check out Anxiety Simplify Step by Step Solution. Um, it was great to have you, Joanne uh, William. And uh, she can be found on Master of Reinvention or on her website. And uh, thanks for all these great tips and for coming on today. Thank you so much. Yes, I have a lot of free resources on my website, anxietysimplify.net. All right. Go check it out, everybody. Thanks. Goodbye. Thank you. All right, I hope that everybody enjoyed this. Uh, that was Joanne Williams, uh, and you can go and find her on um, Facebook and on the website. And i see you, everybody, next time, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.